Today is Friday, February the 10th, 2023, and welcome to episode 30 of Rural Reliance with the Candy Couple. My name is Julia, this is my husband Aaron, and we are a small homestead family in rural southwest Virginia who work every day on being more self-reliant. And when we say self-reliant, we're really looking at creating options on our homestead for our lifestyle that allow us to rely on ourselves, which is our two sets of hands and our two sets of feet, really. Um, today, we want to talk about something that's really important on our homestead, something that's really came um, to light of how important it is for us. And that's how an organized homestead is a freer homestead. And a lot of people would be like, how, how is being organized make you freer? You can think of it from the perspective of just time perspective, even. Mm -hmm. Like, especially if you're trying to find something you can. Right. And that's, that's one of the best examples there. Um, because the more time you're unorganized and trying to find where something is, trying to find where something's located, it, it takes away from your project or your side businesses even. And this also applies to how you set up your homestead, how you set up the way things are on your actual homestead. Did you put your chicken coop a mile away from your house that you have to go walk to? It's all about efficiencies. Because the more efficient you are, the more self-reliant you could be by putting more options into place for yourself. Exactly. Which leads to more freedom. Yep. So, um, nowhere to find everything is really important. It is, and we've struggled with that sometimes. We we have had some struggles with organization, and I'm a super organized person. Yes. I'm highly organized, but we've had some major struggles. Yes, and I'm definitely not as organized as she is. <laughs> It, and I will say, Aaron's been very good. When I first moved in, I don't know how many loads of trash he and his took to the dump. I mean, we had closets full of stuff from mm -hmm. that were 10, 15, 20 years old. Yeah, and, at it, least. and it was nothing that even we weren't in the homestead right then or into that lifestyle. But it wasn't anything we got rid of that was, we, usable. was usable or resellable yes that was more junk yes decorative stuff yep. i did keep the things like ribbon and yarn and things of that mm -hmm. nature but the decorations and things like that's not really me or us we don't mm -hmm. do a lot of that but we we put and we always try to put this you know systems into place to help make us more efficient make us more conscious of what we're doing is is setting up things throughout the house to really, or on our property, to really make us work better. But it's not always worked in our favor. <laughs> so even if we set up a good, what we consider is a good thing, or a good process, it's actually led to more work. <laughs> so we've really had to think this through for anything future-wise. And um, I would say, you know, we try to do easy systems. We try to go the easy route instead of the right route. <sighs> yes, and that's bit us more time than not. Yes. Um, I don't know what it has it bit us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of them was the wood fencing for the deer. 
Um, so we, we'd seen a lot of uh, wood fencing from like being out in um, Williamsburg mm -hmm. area and seeing, you know, how it was woven. woven and we thought, hey, that's a way to save on fencing. We've got plenty of wood, you know, maybe this is what we need to do. Well, we didn't weave it right anyway and we tried leaning it against and tying it against and deer would just go between it or jump over it. Yeah, it didn't work. Right. So it did, it just didn't work. And um, it worked the first year pretty good. It did. The second year, not so good. Right. It was really pretty. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like the, the ones no, in Williamsburg. No, But they had what they could do that with. We don't... We have logs. We don't have sticks. Yeah. Um... One of the other things we did, we put barrels for tools in the garage. We use barrels and buckets. This works. It does work. It does. But you're digging. You're digging or two things are caught together and you're pulling out half, Everything. Of, half of the stuff just to get to the one that you need. We lived with the barrels for years. Yes. We lived because we have this huge barrel and now that barrel is not being utilized. We're going to tell you what we did and we're going to do a video on this in the future. Um, but now that that barrel's not being utilized, it's a really good barrel. Yeah. It's a really good barrel. So that's going to be a water system for us somewhere. Possibly. And, um, our home. So I can say when we can or dehydrate or anything like that, we are not really very well set up for that. No, no. We're digging the stuff out then and having to rearrange half the kitchen. Yes. I'm trying to, and I don't have a, like a dedicated place for the canner to go because I try to keep my, I try not to reuse my water. And with the big water bath canner, it is very heavy. Right. It is extremely heavy. It's not something that you can go carry and water all your plants with because it is, it, it, it is, Aaron has a hard time managing mm -hmm. it by himself. And I can't get it, I can barely move it when it's full. Um, it, and we just don't have dedicated spaces for anything. Right. And that was due to a not having honestly a lot of storage options mm -mm. and Aaron and his dad did build some storage in some places they built shelves they built a lot of shelves D downstairs and um in the garage but you know we we've just really struggled with storage upstairs yes. we really have and it's at my my dining room table was never a dining room table. <laughs> it was a, a catch-all. A catch-all for all the canning and dehydrating stuff. It was nothing to go in there and see court jars stack three high. Yeah. I mean, sure, it, on pans stack three high because that's just what we had to do. Um, but we've really noticed since, since the baby came. Well, we knew it was a problem before. But since Isabel has came along, we have really noticed that efficiency time saving being as organized as possible is so important to our lifestyle i mean before right. we just don't have time we, exactly. we just don't have the time to waste exactly i don't know of a better way to put that in um so we've really been focusing on putting in better systems mm -hmm. and we've kind of done this in a roundabout way um because we talked about the barrels well, we were actually looking for space saving, which is an organizing system. So how do we save space? Well, um, we actually took scraps and a few things that we bought off Amazon and we built a tool wall. Yes. 
And, and it, it is so organized. It's amazing. Um, so you can see all your tools. You can see what's behind what. If you and all the hose are together, all the rakes are together, right. and you can uh, put your most used one in the front for each one, and it's so easy to get to and access to all of the tools like that. And um, I, I mean, that I mean, it really was it. We did take scrap wood that we had laying around. Old bed frame. Yeah, it was an old bed frame. We took an old bed frame and a few other pieces of wood. Um, attached them to the beams um, above and really came up with this. It, mm-hmm. We were not expecting it to work this well. No, no. It, it, I mean, for the amount of storage, like it's it's a whole wall. It, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a good size and it's a whole wall of tools. Like you look at it, you're like, man, these people have a lot of tools. We use a lot of those tools. We do. Now, I will say like for us, we wouldn't put anything super heavy like our Maddox. Yeah, like the Maddox or sledgehammers are just at the bottom, sitting on the bottom. With, but they're contained. Right, like the handles are up, and the slack for a sledgehammer would be on uh, the concrete, and it would just be stacked in a row uh, back like that. And all the Maddox are together, the sledgehammers mm-hmm. are together, anything like that that's super heavy, because we have a lot of really old tools. A yeah. lot of really old tools that are very heavy. Yep. We're talking extremely heavy. Um so we really, I mean, I have to say it's probably one of the most efficient systems we were doing. We we were really doing it to get space. We were because <laughs> we needed to make room for, uh, to make the garage more usable. Yes. And at the time, having the big barrel in the middle, having little buckets full of tools, having tools sitting up against something... Uh, it created a tremendous amount of space. It really did. And we also used hooks from Harbor Freight. Yes. Um, we added those to all the shelves that Aaron and his dad built in. Um, and um, that saved a lot of room. Yeah. And oh, they're not, what kind of hooks they're are hangers. those? They're hangers. Hangers, yeah. So, um, so we added those onto every shelving unit that we had on the front and on the sides to mm-hmm. create more storage to hang like cords. Hoses. To hoses, yes, to even put long, like we've got... Um, Fit some fencing. Some bamboo, some bamboo sticks, sticks that we can just put up there against it and be out of the way. Deer netting. Um, mm-hmm. and we also have weed eaters and other yep. log tools on, on a few of them on the other side. And we're going to show you that as well in a video because it's a it, really efficient system. Yeah, but it's going to be... After the house remodel is done, the ha- because the house is in the garage. <laughs> it's not livable. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the house remodel, we've really built the house remodel about being as efficient as possible. It's the update for the homestead, but to make the homestead as efficient as we can with the space we have. Yes. I can't think of a better way to do it because we did go, we talked back and forth about our options and what to do. Mm-hmm. And when we really looked down and sat and, and we were still coming up with ideas even when we came through, like just sitting there, and I'm like, why do we have this stupid little corner that serves no purpose? <laughs> why don't we put a wall here and make this bathroom the little bathroom and use the rest of this bathroom for the big bathroom? And Aaron's like... I like it. I don't know why we have this itty bitty little hallway that has no purpose. And 
it's just really focusing on being as efficient as possible. Everything has a place. That's the other big thing for us. Yes. Um, with with the remodel afterwards, after everything gets done, um, we are putting in multiple types of things to store things mm -hmm. or have certain places for everything i want empty drawers so in our office there's going to be drawers and like um dressers with shelves and there's going to be like a dedicated one specifically for nothing but um like batteries and battery packs that's what this one's for this is where our chargers go our batteries go it'll have a place for them to be plugged up on top to charge Another one that has extra flashlights, a drawer dedicated just for that. And we'll have everything labeled. Um, now, that doesn't mean all my flashlights are in the back of the house because we will have lighting units throughout the entire house mm -hmm. that are rechargeable and that can be used in an emergency situation. That is it, very important to us. So we're thinking of all of this as we go through our house remodel and we're thinking of how we're going to decorate it. Um same thing with lanterns, making sure those are... We have hooks to hang them on yep. um, in our homestead, our homestead kitchen. That's also where my seed starting step's going to go. So we're actually going to be putting some hooks on the wall up high so we can actually get plants on the top shelf. Yep. Yeah, we're going to have lots of storage capabilities uh, that we never had before. Because, you know, underneath the couch or throw everything into an end table is not going to be... <laughs> an option. An option. There's it's... no end table. Right. <laughs> Those are gone. <laughs> um, and then the other thing we do when we look at organizing, especially now, now that we realize how inefficient we have been, we are really evaluating every single thing that we do in the future for the homestead. So I can say a very good example of this would be when we built the, the, the dog stalls. Because I built those very efficiently and very yes. easy. Aaron had no idea. He, he is... I, I cannot picture designs in my head. I have to... Even when she tries to draw them out, I have to see it come together. He does. He does. But once he sees it, he, he gets right. it. And once we start to do it, as long as he follows the direction, that's where <laughs> we have a problem. So I will buy a little bit better material or a little bit something to make life a little easier to make things stronger. Something that we don't have to do again in another year. Absolutely. So the dog stalls we built, they are solid. Yes. They are absolutely solid. Um, because I really thought everything through, tried to find things that really work. Um, but for future projects, like when we're, when we look at our, um, like laundry and washing area, the bathing area, we're really looking at that, trying to figure out what, what we can do. So tell them a little bit about how we're going to make that efficient. Yes. Yeah, so, um, the wastewater um, that we're going to have from the shower and and stuff, we're going to um, put that sort of in like a tank so that we can use that to water the plants. Um, just, you know, we're trying to create no waste and be able to reuse uh, anything that we use from that shower system. 
And we're also going to be adding, a, you know, multiple water catchment systems on there, solar lighting systems for... Yes, um, and that's another efficiency I guess you could talk about is the solar lighting systems. I know, you know, some of these might only be so good in the day, but there are some, you know, that will store up the energy and create the light at night. Um, and if it's off of your power, that's, you're saving money as well at the same time. So we've been looking at a few more different things in that realm to add on. That's not going to cost us any money and hopefully last, you know, a good five years or so. At least. And, um, we're just really looking at, you know, how do we get the most use of what we have building those systems up to the best that we can um, and really just looking at that area um, another area that we're doing is the duck coop the lily pad and we have a few places where we need to really focus on efficiencies here because with animals ducks have more complexities than chickens do yes uh, the water and keeping it clean and keeping it more unfrozen uh, because they needed to swim it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I, you know, I've been thinking, and we also had to think, the other thing we think about is our property. Mm -hmm. So, my goal is to try to dig some of it down, the, the tank, and have a pretty decent-sized pool tank for them to swim in. But to dig, we are very, very likely to hit a rock we can't get out. That That is not... <sighs> That that is like we have a fifty fifty chance of hitting it. At <laughs> yeah, least. Yeah. I mean that's it's not as true. Um, we actually have one in our garden. It, and this garden has been plowed. Like it has that whole area it, it's been plowed I mean, I would say almost thirty years at least. And nobody's ever found this boulder. And that's what it is. It's a boulder. Yep. You can't get through it. I, I tried it's one of those ones where it's it's brittle enough that you can't like split it into or crack it into it's in pieces uh, yeah i mean i've tried you know some of the uh things that you the drill bit with the drill bit i tried the ones that you hammer into it to try to split it into um tr tried just what Math. worked the best was just sledgehammer honestly <laughs> in the matic in the matic yeah so we have to be careful about that because we are pretty sure we're going to hit one. It's also got a bit of a slope there, so that's the other thing we have to think about. Yeah, so you got to level that out at the same time. We have to have a watering system, and we need to have a watering system. We really want to set something up to where we could still catch water in the winter because our winters are a little weird. We can have extremely cold snowy winter or we can have a mild mild warm winter i mean we can have either or um it really depends like we can have it be about 30 degrees 32 degrees which is cold enough to freeze but if you set up a good enough system hopefully you can not have that problem so i'm really trying to look for solutions that we could do i even wondered about burying a water catchment system but again, we ran into the same issue we had before. How deep would we have to go, mm. number one? And then if it doesn't have enough water in it and, you know, we need a gravity-fed system, that's going to be harder. And also we have to look at what happens if we hit a rock. 
all these different things that come into play. So just <laughs> some people will say we overthink it um, because it's nothing for me to tell Aaron like, oh, I thought of this. What if we did this and change the plans completely over? Um, but I can say me overthinking our project has, you know, these past few have really been helpful. Yes. Yeah. It's um, going to create, you know, longer uses out of the things that we're working on or um, more upfront time that will create less maintenance time going forward. Absolutely. Especially for the duck coop, their watering system. I want to make sure we can take that water when we need to dump it out and we can use it to water our berries because mm -hmm. it's right below it. Right. So we want to use that water in any way we can and we don't have to worry. Or if it overflows, it automatically has like a, a trivet system that just, you know, goes down to them. We're really thinking of that. Um, we're just really looking, even though it takes more time and upfront work, we're really looking at building systems that take less time long term and more powerless automation. I think that's a really big key for us in the future. Powerless automation. So when we say powerless, we are talking we don't pay any money for the power. Right. No um, money long term. Like it might be an upfront cost for solar or something like that, but we're not paying a monthly fee on right. any of these. Because we're trying to not increase our electric bill. We're trying anymore. to limit it. Yes. Um, so anything has to be something that will not add on costs to that unless it's something that would has no other option and it gives us tenfold back in something, you know. Absolutely. And um, it creates a more efficient homestead for us. So we're talking about these well, these are all great, and they're going to save you time, but how does this create more freedom for us? Um, so the laundry area, it's more time, it's more work, but when the power is out, I can take a shower anytime I want to. Or we can wash clothes and not have to worry about having, you know, electricity to do it in the summer, you know, which last summer we felt like it was out at least once a week. It was at least once a week. And our, our bill didn't go down. And we have the ability to water our plants even without, you know, water or without the power. Because that's something that we are heavily relying on is um, power to run our well. For our ducks, they're going to give us eggs, meat, all of these things. So if we have a system to where we don't have to spend hours and hours and hours a week working with them, working on them, keeping them clean... We have a system set up so I can spend 15 to 30 minutes a day and they're okay, if that. I mean, to me, that's well worth the extra time of the Freddian. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's about thinking of how you can organize your life. Um, because it might not be the same for you. You might, you know, or your organization methods might be different. But as long as you can organize it in a way to create yourself more efficiencies, less time, um, and, you know, even to the point where maybe your organization creates more rewards in the future. I call it managing our day. Yeah. That's what I call it. I call manage your day. And I use this, I, I don't just use this for our day-to-day. -day. I use this for work. It's how I manage my day. What do I have to get done right now? What is top priority? 
So for us, baby gets fed and taken care of. And then we have a list of the other things we need to get done. This podcast, other items, things like that. And while some people might feel that this isn't freeing, you're tying somebody to a schedule or to a system, for us it is freeing. Mm -hmm. I mean, wouldn't you say? Like having that is... It gives me a sense of accomplishment. And one of the ways we organize our day-to-day even is with uh, Microsoft to-dos. We do. Right now, we are using it so heavy. We're so heavily with the house remodel going on. Some days, I'm not functioning enough to remember what I need to be doing. So, I have reminders. And he's being ran ragged. I mean, he really is. He's having to run everywhere and... We're, we're kind of relying on each other not to miss things. Like, he, you know, one of the ways we're saving money on the remodel is he's taking out trash. And he's trying to keep it organized. So, it's easier to take out. Like, all the small pieces of scrap wood, stuff that can go to bags, stuff that can't. Plus, pulling apart the pieces that we can still use. Yes. Which is super important because we've already paid for them. Or, they're still in good shape from the house. We just don't need them in the house right. where they were. Yeah, like doors, for example. Like doors. Um, but he wanted to put carpet outside in the yard. See, I was just thinking from... Getting it off the carport. Getting it off the carport. I wouldn't think about, well, if the carpet gets wet. <laughs> it's going to weigh a ton. Yeah, I was just, I was just trying to create piles. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's a good idea and he's like well why i was like well because if it gets wet i don't think you hear it i could pick it up and he's like i didn't even think about that <laughs> i'm just thinking of getting it done but you know this is a lot of people would feel very constricted and i can see where they come from for that but for us i would say having our rigid structure actually makes us so much freer it really does it gives us the freedom to have a good schedule to organize our day and to create a more self-sufficient homestead for ourselves because we really have a plan for when are we putting away this? When are we doing this? When do we have time to do this? We really try to, to schedule out not just our day, but our year. And uh, and our week. We usually, well, it hasn't been as much here we don't the past have week or right two. Now. Uh, or, or, or a place to put it. Well, no, no. I was going to say, trying to figure out what we needed to do what day. It's sort of been on the fly type of thing. So we haven't been as organized as we would like with the remodel going on uh, in our day-to-day life. But um, the to-dos is keeping us on track with the things we have to do, have to do on certain days. Like, oh, we need to remember to do laundry. Okay, this day here, it looks like our best day to do laundry. You know, organization, even that type, uh, is something that we try to keep uh, on top of. Organization is not just having a place to put stuff. And I think that's where people can get lost. It's so much more than just having a place to put stuff and keeping a clean house or anything like that. There's so much more to organization than that. You, I mean, you... People need to be naturally organized in their day-to-day. What time do you get up in the morning? That is part of it. Like, what do you do first thing? Do you go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, whatever you do? 
if you, it's a routine. Organization is also a routine and a system you put into place for yourself. That's what you have to really think of it as. If you don't like the word organization, if that's not a word you can handle, think of it as system, a process. So, you know, kind of like Henry Ford, the assembly line, it goes together the same way every time. I mean, yes, you're going to have curveballs. Things are going to happen and throw you off. Trust me, we're the worst with that. But we know it and we kind of deal with it and let it fly. We were not expecting Aaron to have to run to Lowe's every day. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're we're dealing with it. We're managing it. And um, it, right now it just is what it is. Right, right. So, um, but for us it's very... I, I, if I didn't have my, my systems in place right now and the future systems we're going to be putting into place, I feel like I would be so stressed out. I, I really would. <laughs> I mean, I'm already stressed out with everything that's going on right now, but, you know, future me would be like a nervous wreck. So what do you find most freeing about being organized? The, ta- the, the time. Um, having more time to do other things um if because if you're not organized you can't do those extra side businesses side hustles that doesn't give you time to do those because you're spending time on something else and we've had a lot of time where we've we've wasted because yep we we have we've wasted so much time building inefficient systems um thinking they were going to be better yeah totally agree. because we didn't didn't know any better so how about you and Really think about what you're doing. <laughs> really think about what you're doing. And if you think you have it down, think about it some more. Write it down. Plan it out. Draw it out. I can tell you now, we've talked 15 times about the lily pad and the um, laundry area. And I know it's not going to look the way we've talked about it. I know it's going to change. Um, and the reason I know that is because I'm going to keep looking and doing my research and doing more research, even though I've decided. Um, I can tell you for our house remodel, we were trying to put in a shower and a bathtub. And the one we wanted was 30 inches wide, and I couldn't find one that didn't fit. And we decided, okay, let's exit. Let's go with a large sink, and um, that'll be what it is. Well, then I was still looking and looked at bathtubs again and found one that was 27 inches, which will work. And Aaron's like, I thought we decided on this. I said, well, I thought I would look because if we could get a second bathtub in the house or a bath, you know, shower, that's really the way we wanted to go. That That's always been the way we wanted to go. So don't think your first plan is the right plan. Really look at it. Break it break it every time to come up with good processes and a really efficient homestead. That that's I think that's probably the thing I do the most. I look at it, I break it, and I try to come up with the most efficient thing I can. I think it's made us a little bit more successful. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, if you've got any comments, suggestions, questions, questions anything you just want to send along, you know, send it at, to the candy couple at yahoo.com. And if you haven't been over to our YouTube channel yet, uh, go over and check it out. We've got some of the remodel videos up as well. If you want to see some of that, if you don't, you know, we're going to have some regular homesteading ones on there as well. Um, 
but um, any other links that you want to find us on, you can find those on Linktree slash The Candy Couple. And as always, thank you for joining us on Roller Reliance with The Candy Couple, where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.